How we feeling? Welcome to the How We Feel podcast. I'm Nate. I'm Joey, and we're two emotionally literate friends. On this podcast, we'll be talking everything from a place of empathy, emotion, and feeling. Welcome to episode eight, Belief Building, on the How We Feel podcast. Here we go. So we've been talking about how our beliefs have shifted. How do we come to new conclusions about who we are and how the world works? We wanted to talk about so many different things, but really using the example of patriarchy and masculinity and how our opinions around those things have changed. Nate, what has your experience been in shifting your beliefs? Absolutely. Um, I as well want to add an addendum to that of patriarchy, masculinity, and and racism in Mm. our society. I feel Mm. like those three are are commonly kind of, not necessarily meshed into one, but can be perceived similarly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, To answer your question, questioning my own masculinity of, I remember specifically when I was 22 years old, Mm -hmm. I was on a road trip with my older sister, very dear and close friend. And I made some comment that was sexist. Mm Mm-hmm just a passing comment and my sister challenged that Mm -hmm. and said hey Nate like that's not cool like hey I I don't appreciate that that's not cool Mm. and my initial response was defense Mm -hmm. was oh come on like not a big deal I mean forget about it like whatever and the discomfort that I felt as she continued to push Mm -hmm. and say no like that's not okay and even you dismissing that is an issue dismissing the fact that it was a sexist comment and you inherently see and perceive women in that way Mm -hmm. that is an issue Mm -hmm. and like i said the discomfort that that i experienced was very dismantling it felt Mm -hmm. it felt very it was a very very odd feeling and i think as well last summer with the protests that occurred and and the murder of george floyd specifically i began to question my perception my beliefs around people of color and that was beyond uncomfortable for myself Hmm. and i started to ask why 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 do I perceive people like that? Why do I perceive people of color? Why do I perceive women in this way? And the answer that I really came to was the the power, the position, the mm. positionality that I have because of those perceptions and beliefs. Yeah, I want you to clarify. When you talk about um, what beliefs are you referencing? Hmm. Great question. Um, the belief inherently and and this was one of the most uncomfortable ones that i felt inherently better than a person of color Mm. that i i remember specifically i love the nba i Mm -hmm. love basketball i played growing up and i was watching a game and i was just kind of thinking about that in in my mind Mm -hmm. and i had this thought of like that person playing basketball Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what team it was or player but that person dribbling a basketball is more than just a basketball player Mm. 
that person is more than just an athlete. Mm-hmm. And it sounds, I mean, like, obviously, but for me, that breaking that belief mm-hmm. that, like, that person is a human being Ooh. was, like, groundbreaking. And it was so shameful Absolutely. to feel that me thinking I'm progressive and yeah. open-minded and, and this good person, not to say I wasn't in that place, mm-hmm. but having that belief and realizing that was so shameful mm-hmm. in every way. Yeah. There's so much in there of what you said. Like, I applaud you because it's really hard for us to own our biases, right? The stuff we've learned, it's all learned. Um, mm. We talk about implicit bias where it's just inherent. I'm like, that's not true. It's all learned things from our families, our um, the media, the people around our school, our history, who has value, who doesn't. And that's, we internalize those things and we have those beliefs, right? Like, I know for me, um, I had really strong beliefs around poverty, right? Like poor people mm. deserve the state that they're in. You are lazy. Uh, that is why you are where you are, not the systems that are at work that have caused you to be where you are, the way that um, people have not provided for you, we haven't done enough. For me, it was, uh, you're beneath me because you don't have money. That was something I very much internalized, right? So, um, or poverty only happens to bad people or criminality, right? Crime. Uh, If you commit a crime, you're a bad person. But we know, we know, we know that crime is not that simple. It's not that black and white. Mm. And I think about... No pun intended. Yeah. uh, The duality of shame, right? Shame can Mm. be useful. It can be a tool for that tells us we need to move. Shame is any interruption we have to positive affects, right? Uh, When we're experiencing discomfort, someone calls us out, someone checks us, someone challenges us, and we feel ashamed. Do we hurt ourselves? Do we attack the other person, say they're too sensitive or they're being uh, too nitpicky? Uh, They're policing our language too much? But when we feel shame, the way to really move through it is to uh, adjust our beliefs and apologize when we've caused harm, right? But especially if we've never learned how to do that, that can be really difficult. Yeah. I think about some of the scaffolding we have with uh, building beliefs, right? Uh, Some of our beliefs are foundational. And some of the beliefs you mentioned were really foundational to like your understanding of the world, how the world works, right? I got to be where I am because I worked hard. I deserve it. Um, And other people may not be there because... They don't deserve it. They haven't worked as hard or um, right. they're not as good, not as talented. They're men are better than. leaders. Yes. Mm-hmm. Men are better leaders. Uh, men deserve to be in positions of power. Uh, other people should be in other places. Mm. And that's why. But what happens when you try to swap out the belief with something that's a little bit more accurate? Other people mm. haven't had the same access to resources or opportunities, education, whatever it is that I've had because mm. of my identities. Right? right. Then what happens? Because if that's the truth, that means I need to do something about that. Because that's not fair. Mm-hmm. I I love that realizing that it's not fair and getting down to the root of the issue. And I think one of the biggest things in my own experience has been the curiosity. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are things this way? Yes. Why watching this basketball game? Why is it my inherent bias to? only perceive this person as a basketball player Mm -hmm. no that is a human being that's that's someone who has emotions who has history who has life who has Mm -hmm. family who has shame who has guilt who has happiness and 
why do I perceive women in the ways that I do? Mm. And that is where, like I said, the curiosity of it and the grace mm. that understanding that it's not inherently, granted, it's my responsibility to work through that generational trauma, that societal trauma, Ooh. those societal beliefs. It's mm. my responsibility to do that and not perpetuate it. Yeah. But also know that I, I, I still can be safe i still mm -hmm. can be whole i still can have grace and kindness with myself Absolutely. like you said and and i want you to explain a little bit it's my favorite thing that you presented to me the the jenga the jenga example mm -hmm. that has that for me was really really clicked can you mm -hmm. explain that for us joey absolutely so many things in there you're making me think about this uh quote about uh toxic masculinity where the first thing we ask men is to uh do this like psychic self-suicide right like cut yourself mm -hmm. off from your emotions from your body if you want the powers and benefits of patriarchy that's what we're requiring you to do but your this jenga example you brought up it's useful, right? Uh, the Jenga towers we played with as kids, or we still play with, whether it's like alcohol uh, dares on them or not. <laughs> uh, the pieces at the bottom are foundational, right? They carry the whole tower. If you take out a piece from the bottom and it's not um, reinforced, the whole tower is going to fall apart. That's our, mm -hmm. our, our deep held beliefs, beliefs that uh, are central to who we are. Right, mm -hmm. but then we have those beliefs that are frivolous, those newer beliefs, or beliefs that we um, are not deeply invested in, and we mm -hmm. can switch those out pretty easy. They're like third row from the top, right? Um, that other countries have different healthcare systems. Cool. Mm -hmm. We have to do things this way, right? That's often, like you said, what we say. Things always have to be like this. Tradition, we've always done it this way. But that question is actually really rhetorical. It's no, things don't have to be this way. And so once we come up with the idea that there's multiplicity instead of duality, yes or no, right or wrong, there's other ways we can do things, then it means I can switch out that block from my tower and my whole tower is not going to cave in. But when we try and switch stuff that is really central to who we are, we might be in trouble, especially um, if we are having some trouble letting it go. Those blocks that, that stick, that don't want to move, that don't budge, you got to tap them out. Uh, mm. Some of those like patriarchy, white supremacy, I don't know, heterosexism, ableism, mm. classism, all those things that are really like deeply seated into I'm only in the place that I've I'm in because other people are not, right? I benefit when other people suffer. It's a zero-sum game that I've learned our world works in. Uh, just world theory, right? People get what they deserve. I'm where I am because I'm a good person. Other people don't have as much because they're not. And we know that's not true, right? Right, right. I love that. I, like you said, allowing yourself to build some stabilization around those those larger shifts mm -hmm. within your belief system um one thing that i really benefited from and continue to benefit from is allowing myself the space especially on those larger issues mm -hmm. or, or larger um ideologies is to ask myself what if Ugh. what if i challenge my own beliefs what Real if bad. I read this book that Joey has suggested. Mm -hmm. What if I see a, a person of color as an equal? Mm -hmm. what, what if? Like, what does that 
what if? What does that feel like? What does yeah. that look like? How how does that change for me? And realizing the the realizations that I've had and continue to have is that it's not some heavy, <laughs> despairing. Oh my no! Like it, it can't be so <laughs> that that my body inherently reacts to because, like you said, those are those foundational Jenga Absolutely. bricks that. And even candidly, in recording this episode and discussing these different ideas, for me is the first time I've discussed them in a public platform, mm-hmm. and the discomfort that I felt initially beginning to record this episode was mm. was so overwhelming and felt Absolutely. so heavy and. Oh, what are they? What are they going to think? And my identity is going to change, and it's mm-hmm. going to be so much. And in reality, Joey, I mean, I love him, and, mm. and him taking a moment and pausing and walking us, allowing me to walk through kind of mm-hmm. that emotion, processing it, bracing for that shift and change in my in in this lower Jenga brick. Mm-hmm. To go back to the example, allowed me to feel, hey, like I can talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm safe. I'm okay. Like there, there is no impending doom yes. that is waiting for me as Absolutely. I as I discuss this. Yeah, discomfort and safe and being unsafe are very different things, and we have to learn the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Because our body reacts the same. When we're mm-hmm. uncomfortable, we feel like we're unsafe. We're having a conversation. We're using words. You're not in mortal danger. You're not being stabbed, harmed, or hurt. You're not going to lose anything, right? We're always mm-hmm. afraid we're going to lose connections or people are going to judge us or my grandparents, whoever. You're worried about their opinions. Uh, I promise you your relationships will be preserved just by questioning uh, the things that we've learned, right? So what happens if we do ask what if? Where do we go from there? Because then we start mm-hmm. questioning and challenging, coming to new conclusions, and then we act accordingly, right? What if women are equal to men? Cool. Mm-hmm. Then we should pay them equally. Then we should provide uh, maternity leave or contraception or, uh, I don't know, like speak to people in ways that are affirmational instead of demeaning, mm-hmm. right? Like instead of mansplaining mm-hmm. or talking over. Yes. Like, what if women also deserve to be leaders? Why can't we have a woman be president, right? Hmm. Why not? And I think when we come to those conclusions, then we have to act accordingly. How do we make them come to life, come true? What if we behave with regard to equity and justice? What if that's the goal instead of me getting ahead? What if I want everyone to win? What if nobody wins unless everybody wins? That means my advancement is inherently linked to yours, which means I'm gonna work for you. That's a really different way to approach the world and community than we've all been socialized into, right? It's we live in an individualistic society, but we know other societies, like the one I come from, right? Like this mm-hmm. culture is communal. Right. That's really different. So what do you do, right? Like once you act accordingly, we talked about like owning your research and digging mm-hmm. in good faith. Nate, mm-hmm. what does that actually look like in practice? I love it. I love it. Um I love, I I always go back to the questioning, allowing yourself to step into that discomfort in purely the hypothetical. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to kind of shake. And like you mentioned in the Jenga example, shake and shift and bump that foundational Jenga brick in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming or disparaging Mm -hmm. to answer your question, owning your own research, good faith digging. That for me has 
been spending time on YouTube, mm-hmm. reaching out to different content creators, um, being a, a white male, mm. allowing, not even allowing, offering my platform to people um, to share their experience, mm-hmm. to, and it foundationally change my perception and you mentioned previously learning better information Mm -hmm. taking the time to to read the lecture to watch the video the documentary um, allowing yourself to complete that research that deeper Mm -hmm. understanding for yourself rather than expecting it to be spoon-fed to you by whomever holy hell do the work right mm-hmm. all these infographics that people are sharing on instagram and other platforms it's mm-hmm. spark notes i need you to read the whole book and not just mm-hmm. read the book i need you to live in the pages i need you to write notes we mm-hmm. have talked about the jenga tower also we can talk about we've had this book that's already finished what if the book needs to be edited leave room in the margins the story mm-hmm. of our country the story of our lives is incomplete what happens if we leave room in the margins to add edits i can learn new information different information better information mm-hmm. tell the truth about our history whatever is going on leave room right because once i know better i can do better we have mm-hmm. to adjust and we keep learning that's what we're going to do i got this new information things are different how am i going to respond accordingly and the cycle continues again, where I get a new belief that I need to challenge, change, put a new, different brick there, a stronger one, a more truthful one, mm-hmm. until we get to where we need to be, right? Like, which is like co-created community, liberation, mm-hmm. justice, peace, truth, whatever we're looking for, um, all those things are possible um, when we're a person with curiosity. I love that that's where you went, curiosity. Yeah. I love it, I love it. We're gonna take a moment and go to a break. We'll be back here soon. You're listening to the How We Feel podcast. We'll be right back with the Feel For You segment. Welcome to the Feel For You segment. We have four specific points that we feel like are extremely beneficial in this process of challenging our beliefs around the patriarchy, around racism. These four points are curiosity, stumbling, apologies, and accountability. Joey, can you kick us off with curiosity? Absolutely. I think about being curious when it comes to changing your belief system is how could things be what is possible? Do things have to be this way? That answer is always rhetorical. The answer is no. Things could be different. Uh, things could be better. They can always be better, and we should strive for that. So, what happens if I approach things with questions? What if? What is possible? What could I do different? What's my role? And then that takes mm-hmm. us to stumbling. I love that. I love that. That's been a huge step for myself. Just the pure curiosity. Why? Why are things this way? I love that. Very well said. Stumbling. As you can see in this episode, um, it was it was a, a great stumbling for myself. It was mm-hmm. it was quite uncomfortable because I didn't feel confident. I, I didn't feel like I, I had all the answers, and that's okay. The important part is that you trust yourself and you take a step in that direction. You mm-hmm. allow yourself to make mistakes, mm-hmm. which leads us to apologies. Absolutely, and I think once you've made a mistake. 
own up to it, right? Apologies matter. It's an awareness of ownership for what you've done, the, the harm that you've caused, and then moving forward with it. Instead of getting stuck in shame or being debilitated by it, it's, I need to apologize to make amends. I'm sorry that I, not I'm sorry if, I'm not sorry if you, it has to stay in first person. You need to take, uh, be specific about what you are apologizing for. If you have a question about what you're apologizing for, you shouldn't be giving an apology, right? So I'm sorry that I said this harmful thing. I'm sorry that I did this thing that was, uh, I mean, mean vindictive whatever it was or that i didn't know better and once you right. know better then we're asking you to do better which takes us into accountability i love that i love that once you know better we're asking you to do better that's exactly what accountability is i am taking accountability for this issue for the part that i mm -hmm. have played that i continue to play mm -hmm. that by mistake or through naivety i have played i own that i show up i act that's such an important um, and empowering, honestly, part, especially in regards to these topics that we've discussed in, in today's episode. Absolutely. And I just think that when we come to the point of accountability where we are responsible for making change in our spheres of influence and our communities, it's on us. It's our issue, right? Like sexism is an issue for men right like racism is an issue for white folks to handle we benefit from it it's up to us to dismantle it when we're accountable that means we are committed to doing the work through and through mm. and and i would also say as well that even the the things that feel so smaller or unimportant making that comment shutting someone down mm -hmm. correcting someone saying mm. hey that made me uncomfortable hey we're not going to discuss this when you're around me. We're not mm. going to talk like that. Those things are a great ripple effect. And Absolutely. it's so important to trust yourself. And like you Huge. said, show up in those spaces, make that comment, um, bring it to the forefront, call somebody out. Um, I think those are absolutely vital. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Feel For You segment. joining us on the how we feel podcast there'll be new episodes soon i'm nate i'm joey we're excited to have you along on this journey we've got so much more ahead of us including anger uncertainty social justice and everything in between keep checking in with yourself how we feeling peace we have been here discussing beliefs now for about an hour and a half and we decided hey we better start recording let's jump right in joey how do you change your <laughs> beliefs you i'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs>